Welcome to the POC Report. Hey. You're reporting live now with Wise hey. and Colton. What up, Zoe what up, what up? is uh, on one of his rich man vacations. <laughs> He'll be back soon. <laughs> but uh, this is season two, hey. episode one. Coming live. Well, episode one again. We're coming live. <laughs> again. Reporting to you from the new studios. Yes, yes. Yo, p- folks, so peep this. So p- the POC Report on Twitter, at the POC Report, on Instagram, at the POC Report, on Facebook, the POC Report. Um, hashtag POC report. That's the hashtag we going hashtag with now. Hashtag POC report. Hashtag the color POC report. report. Yeah. So now on this episode of the POC report, we have yes, Rashawn yes. Everett. Um, yes, yes. Rashawn Everett is the founder, one of the founders of the Greenwood Project. Definitely super excited to, to hear Greenwood this Project. episode. Uh, we really want you guys to tune in and listen. It's the opportunity for black people and people of color in general to invest in businesses for people from people like us. President Obama really put in a lot of effort in this Jobs Act that got people um, to invest as little as $100 a month. or well, sorry, just $100 in general, just so that you can uh, have a say in the businesses facts, that facts. come out of your and, community. Uh, and by the end of the episode, you guys will get all the links and stuff to go fund the Greenwood Project. So Absolutely. Guys, enjoy this episode and peace out. Hey. All right, so Rashawn, man, yo, how's it going? Welcome to the POC Report. Really appreciate you coming through um, to chat. This is actually our first Skype POC Report. First Skype one or ever. VoIP, I guess. It's pretty say. VoIP. Is that what the name of the app is? Oh, well, no, nah, it's Voice Over IP. Voice Over, yeah. Okay. Take shit, take shit, take shit. Anyway, yeah, man, so Rashawn, man, so how, how, how's everything going on with you? Man, everything's going really well. Thanks so much for having me on the show. I'm a big fan of your guys and what you guys are producing. Thanks, I think man. it's really important for the community. Uh, like I said, thanks for taking a few minutes to get me on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Oh, no problem, man. No problem. How was uh how's your day so far? It's going well, busy, man. I got off the phone with a uh, Boston private bank, a bank that's trying to get us as a client. Wow, um, okay. Startup. Uh so just handling calls all day, uh, trying to push the right buttons and really spread the word about the project. Uh it's just really a nonstop grind, literally. 15 okay. hour days each and every day and it still feels like uh, I never have enough time to do all that I want to do. So nah, I understand, it, man. 24 hours don't seem like enough. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, keep it up, man. That's like, that's the, just got off the phone with a bank. That's, I call that an accomplishment. So. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely. Absolutely. So the project itself is called the Green, the Greenwood Project. So let's, let's start from the beginning, man. Like where did, where did this idea come from? Oh, man. Uh, from the very beginning. Well, the name itself uh, is named after the original Black Wall Street mm-hmm. uh, that was burned down by the KKK in 1921. Yes. Uh, hundreds of successful black businesses, uh, institutions, schools, and churches were completely destroyed. Um, and even worse than that, uh, the history books fail to mention it very often. Very few people know that anything like that ever existed. Um, so the idea was to really see how we can recreate the same sentiment of collective black economics and empowerment uh, in the 21st century environment. Um, and it's obviously necessary and right on time uh, as per the election and the inauguration coming up uh, just two days from now. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we, I was. I wanted to make that a topic, but not too long. It's, yeah, it's, it's, that's, that's... It's terrible. That's definitely going to come up. <laughs> I mean, we know we can we we can we can harp on one of the accomplishments. Matter of fact, of 
of the of the Obama administration in regards to the Job Act and how the Jobs Act actually made the Greenwood Project uh, be a, a thing. So talk about the Jobs Act itself and how it how it's provided of the platform for the Greenwood Project to grow. Correct. Well, yeah, I mentioned you know the presidency because it, it did take our first black president to actually institute the Jobs Act, yeah. uh, which was amazing uh, that it took so long. So for the last eighty three years. Uh, normal people like you and I or anyone who didn't have a net worth of a million plus dollars uh, was deemed uh, unsophisticated enough mm. to make private investments uh, in venture capital uh, companies. Uh, so really all it was was a, a basic systematic prevention uh, that reserved uh, wealth for wealthy people. Um, so it really kept the system um, in a situation to where only a specific type a person that met that wealth requirement would benefit. Um, and obviously, uh, African-Americans were most, uh, I guess, disadvantaged by this law. We, we rarely qualify for that investor status, that accredited investor status, that is. Um, and as a result, um, we found it really, really difficult uh, to create our own companies. Um, and that's really led to some of the problems that we see today. Yeah. So, like, talking about, like, for, for someone who may not necessarily understand the difference between accredited and, and non-accredited, like, what is what is that? What do those terms mean? So, an accredited investor uh, is someone that makes $200,000 a year alone or $300,000 per year uh, with their spouse. Mm. And, uh, that's one way to qualify. The other way to qualify if you don't have active income for, like, people that are retired or whatever is to just qualify via net worth. And so the net worth requirement um, mandates that you have uh, $1.4 million worth of assets in your primary residence. Uh, so some pretty hefty standards um, that only 3% of Americans qualify for. Yeah. I was just about to, I was just about to say, like, uh, that sounds like a very small percentage of people that, like, basically in the world that are even, like, I guess in the in club. They're allowed to do certain things that other people really can't. I mean, exactly. And like you mentioned it. That's where the term angel comes from. An angel investor is just another word uh, for an accredited investor. It means that they've uh, maintained that wealth requirement uh, and can therefore invest. So I'm going to use a, a trendy term for a second. In terms of being woke, right? You know, uh, whenever I, I talk to my mom or someone of an older generation about some of these things, right, that are going through, um, that, that happened in the past during the time that they were our age. They're like, yo, she's like, what? Like, I can't believe that, you know, this is happening or I can't believe that this has happened. And, you know, just talking some, you know, just discussing something like um, uh, institutional racism, you know, where there are opportunities that other people have that we just don't have. And it's just, there's a, um, a limit based on, for example, money. They, 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 the old generation, they kind of like, they, they hear it and they don't really receive it the way they, that they actually would like to or they should. How has it been trying to explain to someone who's older um, what you're actually doing and putting it into a 21st century terms without confusing the hell out of them? Yeah, I mean, I think it's still pretty straightforward. I think that the numbers almost speak for themselves. Uh, so let, let's say that 1% of venture capital is invested into African-Americans. So for every 100 companies uh, that are created, we're, we're talking the Ubers, the Snapchat, the Facebooks, uh, I mean, anything from a small restaurant to an enterprise to a sales force, all of those types of companies are in that venture capital realm. Mm -hmm. So for every one of those that are created, 
only one of those is represented by a black founder. So that has huge implications on what we're able to do within our own economy. Uh, if we're not able to raise the money to build our own companies, we aren't allowed to hire our own people. We aren't allowed to advocate uh, and increase our own wealth via our own, like I said, via our own status as a successful company. Um, so it really just compounds and makes the problem worse. Uh, we rarely get access to money. Uh, we have less money within our family, so we can't really ask mom or dad for it because most of the people we know are struggling too. Yeah. Uh, so if we can't raise it from them, we can't raise it internally, then we, what's happened is we just don't do it at all. And that just keeps making the problem worse. That's true. I think I think we need more uh, th- projects like this in the community, especially especially when when I because uh, me and my uncle had a conversation about how a lot of black people don't really have a lot of things to pass down to their family like white people do, and I feel like if we like open had more investments for more black companies, open more black companies, keep the money kind of like within ourselves in a way. And we would have way more things to give our kids in the future. Whereas, like, like you said earlier, like a lot of the people older in our family are struggling. So it was like for a lot of years, it's just been passing on the struggle, just yeah. getting by. Mm-hmm. And when we have things like this, like you can expand in a way that a lot of like. I mean, I I just really think like things like this are just 100 percent needed. Like legacy, I yeah. feel like that's a, it helps with legacy. Definitely, definitely with legacy, but also I think with with like community um, investments. Because if there's someone who, I mean, like I'm a small business owner, right? If I could tell, you know, ten people in my neighborhood, hey, you could invest a hundred dollars in me in, into my business, or whatever. You know, that's great. You know, and then for them, like they have a a, a sense of ownership as well. And I think that that's one of the, one of the major things that has been stripped from previous generations of Black people and people of color in general. The actual ownership feeling that this is mine i have uh ownership of this i have this belongs to me correct correct so that's really what we're building that's why we think this is so different uh, because sometimes uh, small business owners are lucky enough to get a loan from a wells fargo or they're lucky to get vc funding you hear about things like bevel uh, and some of those black companies that have been yeah, you know, pretty successful uh, but the big difference is that the dollars that are funding those companies come from black families. Yeah. Uh, that changes the game. So like I say, even though it's still important to support black business uh, and we'll never take away from that, uh, the Greenwood Project's uh, main prerogative is to supply those black businesses uh, with, with black capital. Uh, and, and that's where we're making the big difference. Yeah. So we're on your website right now, www.thegreenwoodproject.com all one word no dashes dot org on your site i mean you laid out right hand bold the greenwood project is creating the next billion dollar startup but this time with twenty thousand black investors as owners we are a startup incubator that caters to black tech entrepreneurs so you know what specifically made you want to focus on um on tech and not anything else um well since we've gotten started we we want to expand we we kind of didn't recognize how many small businesses were also benefit from this type of uh, incubation and crowdfunding Uh, so we're also looking uh, to expand into that Uh, but long story short tech is where we can experience the most explosive growth uh, quickly Uh, you know that it scales tremendously you see the billionaires pop up uh, on a daily basis in silicon valley 
Um, and it ties right into what we build. I mean, we, we're so focused on Black Twitter and Black Instagram. I feel like we are the ones that really make these 